Welcome to the Servants of Grace podcast hosted by Dave Jenkins. Our podcast exists to provide trustworthy expository messages through the Bible and faithful answers to your theology questions. Now for today's episode, let's join our host, Dave Jenkins. Welcome back to the Servants of Grace theology segment. On today's episode, one of our listeners writes in and they have a great question. And the question is this, why is being in the presence of God special if he is omnipresence? Well, you see, the Lord is omnipresent, which means everywhere we go, the Lord is there. In fact, Paul in Acts seventeen twenty-seven through 28 says that the presence of, uh, presence of the Lord is all-encompassing. Jonah tried to flee from the presence of the Lord in vain in Jonah 1, 3, finding that wherever he went, the Lord was waiting for him. And so everywhere we are, we are always in the presence of the Lord. And yet there is another sense in which we can be in and out of the presence of the Lord. The presence of God here refers to the divine blessing and the embracing love of God, because Christians are promised joy everlasting in the presence of the Lord. And so those who reject the gospel will be punished with everlasting destruction and shut off from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his might, Second Thessalonians 1, 9, Matthew 22, 13, and, and Revelation 22, 15 tell us. And so the presence of God also refers to the demonstration of the glory and the heavenly majesty of God. Isaiah had a, a vision of the Lord on his throne where he described the seraphim as being unable to view the glory of God directly, Isaiah 6, 2 tells us. And so Isaiah was convinced during the, this scene of his destruction uh, because of the face of such holiness, Isaiah 6, 5 tells us. You see, the presence of the Lord is fearful for sinful man to approach, 1 Samuel 6, 20 tells us. The presence of the Lord can also refer to a unique revelation of God to humanity. Moses was told by the Lord to consider the tabernacle and later the temple as a place where he would reveal himself. You see, the temp, the tabernacle was where to find the presence of God. Moses encountered the presence of the Lord at the burning bush. David in Psalm 68.8 spoke of the presence of God at Sinai. Theologians make a distinction between the omnipresence of God and the manifest presence of God. And the manifest presence of the Lord is a result of his interaction with man. You see, when Israel camped at Sinai, the Lord had been there all along. When they saw the fire and they heard the trumpet and they experienced the earthquake, they were in the manifest presence of God. Scripture describes the event as God descending to Sinai and meeting with the people of Israel in Exodus 19:17 and verse 20. The people of Israel during this time were in the presence of God mainly, for the Lord used physical means of communication with his people to get them the message. He was there and they were in his presence. God used the manifest presence in the history of his people, but they did not realize he was there. Genesis 28.16 is one example for Jacob was in the presence of God and didn't know it. The Lord is everywhere present in his creation because there is no, one, no place one may go to escape his presence. Space itself is a creation of God. The Lord not only created space, but he fills it with himself. Scripture teaches that God fills heaven and earth in Jeremiah 23, 24. Space cannot contain or bind God, 1 Kings 8, 27 says. Heaven is the throne of God and the earth is a footstool of the Lord, Isaiah 66, 1 tells us. The Lord is eminent and transcendent for he exists both beyond time and space and fills both with his presence. You see, the Lord is everywhere present, but you and I are not always aware of his presence. 
nor experience his presence in the same manner. Before the fall, Adam and Eve enjoyed the presence of God, but after they disobeyed God, they attempted to hide from the presence of God. In the story of the garden, we see the Lord will always be omnipresent and omniscient. And as a result of their sin, their guilt, and shame, Adam and Eve were no longer able to enjoy the presence of God in the garden. Through their disobedience, every person is now a sinner by nature and by choice, hostile and alienated from God apart from Christ alone. The Lord never ceased to be omnipresent, but man's relationship after Adam and Eve's disobedience changed. Sin divides man from the gracious and loving presence of God, but not from his essential presence. You see, the Lord upholds and sustains all his creation, and so the Lord is still in charge of everything and everyone. Their relationship that was once loving has become hostile since people were created in his image, but they now suppress the knowledge of his eternal nature and power, which includes his omnipresence. People may convince themselves the Lord is not omnipresent or think they can hide from the sight of God and escape his judgment, but no one, no one, and nothing can hide from the Lord. You see, despite the rebellion of man and because of the grace of God, the Lord has chosen to reveal himself through various means. The Lord today reveals himself through nature and by his word. And through revealing himself to the prophets, the Lord has shown his goodness, his holiness, his justice, and even his faithfulness. And so in the incarnation, the Lord revealed himself through his son, Jesus Christ. It is now when Christians are glorified in heaven where they will see the Lord Jesus face to face and they will experience joy in the fullest sense that comes with it being in the presence of God himself. In Christ, every Christian experiences something in the presence of God for the Holy Spirit indwells them as a good deposit. The indwelling of the Holy Spirit aims to help Christians grow in grace. And so when the Lord Jesus returns, Christians will be glorified not only from the presence and the penalty of sin, but also from its presence. For we shall see Christ as he is. Christians today can experience a foretest of what we will have one day in the presence of God. Because the presence of God is something for which we are to yearn after as the people of God. You see, only those who are in Christ will experience the presence of God. In Jesus Christ, all the fullness of God will please to dwell in bodily form. Satan is demonic horde. Do not experience the presence of God as angels or Christians do in heaven. Those who are in Christ experience his love, not his condemnation. While those who reject him are under his condemnation and await his wrath. You see, the only way not to be cast aside or away from the presence of God is to come to Christ alone. For he is the only way into the forgiving, peaceful, joyful, and loving presence of God the Father. The omnipresence of the Lord is a comforting truth. For Christians, since he is everywhere, he he can quickly come to our aid. And since the Lord is everywhere present, the people of God can trust he is in every place working according to his will for the good of his people and to achieve his purposes. Another word for omnipresence is ubiquity, which means equalness, whereas and elevates the idea of the presence of God. To say God is ubiquitous means the fullness of his presence is everywhere. And so the fullness of God is equal at all times and at all places and signifies his love, his justice, his wrath, his knowledge are always fully present in his creation and beyond. You see, now Christians may not always feel the presence of the Lord, but he is always fully present. The Lord is free to make his proximity known at all times or in a particular place. Though we may not feel him, the Lord is always present, Psalm 23 tells us. 
The ubiquity or omnipresence of the Lord has several practical benefits for Christians today. The first being the Lord is faithful with the people of God and he sustains them when they feel far away from him. And when he seems far off, it's likely because he disciplines those whom he loves, Hebrews uh, twelve six tells us. So we would examine ourselves in light of Christ, 2 Corinthians 13, 5 tells us, to see if we need to repent. Please take some time today to examine yourself in light of Christ, repent of sin, knowing that the Lord is always present and with you. I want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Servants of Grace Theology Segment. If you if you enjoyed this episode, I want to encourage you before the outro plays, go ahead and find us on we're on any of your favorite uh, podcast catchers or anything, and uh, I encourage you to share these with your friends. Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you and keep you. Thank you for listening to the Servants of Grace podcast today. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, leave a rating on the app, and share our episode with your friends and family. If you'd like to, you can follow us on Instagram at Servants of Grace, on Twitter at Servants of Grace, or by searching Servants of Grace on Facebook. You can also find this podcast on the front page of our website at servantsofgrace.org.